When you've been searching for the right insight, advice, and information on financial marketing, you know where to go. The Speakeasy, the exclusive source for financial marketing insights with a shot of human. Starring Kelly Hellickson and Hillary Reed from EmpowerFi. Strategy-infused, data-driven marketing solutions for financial institutions nationwide. And on this episode, Kelly Hellickson talks with Courtney Dawson about making it work 24-7, the life of a full-time career woman, a topic that many people can relate to. So here's your host of today's podcast, Kelly Hellickson. Today, I have a special treat for us. What I wanted to do is I wanted to veer off topic, off financial topics for a little bit and talk about working moms and working moms crushing it. 24 7, of course. So, we have an honorary guest with us today, Miss Courtney Dawson. Courtney, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, it's our pleasure. Courtney has four, yep, F O U R children, and she is a full time working mom. She's a teacher and she's pretty badass, I have to say. And so, I thought she would be perfect for us to have a conversation about just navigating the pitfalls of working and trying to run a household and keeping it all up in the air. So today we're going to talk about mom hacks. We're going to talk about some life hacks and celebrating the wins, maybe choosing our battles and more. So Courtney, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I do have four kids. I don't think we knew that four was too many kids until we'd already had the fourth one. So we have four and that's where we're staying. I'm a special education teacher. It's going to be my 10th year this year. I made a big change and I moved school districts this year during a pandemic, which was very interesting. And it was a terrible time to do something like that. But ultimately, it was the great choice for us. I am a very type A person and I rely heavily on my schedules and my plans and my consistency. And when that's all I need to have to maintain some sort of semblance of control in my life. Control, but no control with four kids, right? <laughs> there's, there's none. There's none. I actually tried to take them into a store yesterday and one of them went outside. I was like, oh no, it was a little one too. And you guys are in LA, right? You're just outside of LA? Yeah, we're about an hour away. So, I mean, we moved into kind of a smaller town, which is something that we were really excited to do. We lived up in the mountains for a while and we were really isolated, but we do live in kind of a smaller town where we are now. Yeah, and that's crazy. I mean, I have three kids. I do take the boys out and when I take them out, I kind of just like, guys, just take it easy on mom. We got to hit three stores this is our game plan. Are you with me? And they'll either say, yes, mom, or mom, that sounds really lame. I don't want to go. In which case, <laughs> we'll pivot. We'll navigate that, right? And we'll we'll go from there. But what would you say in taking, just break it down for us. You took four kids to a grocery store, wherever you went this weekend. I mean, it takes some serious planning just to get up and out, right? It does. It used to be easier. But since COVID and since closures, we haven't been going out as much. Our numbers have been really high. For a while. So we, you know, I've been a little bit more cautious with the kids and I think that they forgot how to be out. I used to be really good at kind of hurting them and they're 10, 9, 5, and 3. So I think the three and five-year-old don't really remember being out very much anyways. It's a whole new training experiment for us. Are you guys still wearing masks? We are, yeah. I am because my kids aren't vaccinated. So our laws here, you need to be wearing a mask if you're not vaccinated. And because they're wearing their masks, I always wear mine for them. That's amazing. We're not. We don't have any 
laws or regulations. Brad, Reese, and I are fully vaxxed, but the guys are only 10. So, But they're playing sports, and there's no mask requirement. So we've been just super careful about where we go and just who. We still kind of have that bubble. I don't know if you did that, but I think a lot of us... We definitely do. Yeah, okay. We absolutely do. And at this point, you know, we've opened up a little bit more, but only to vaccinated adults. And not so much as with other kids, especially if those kids are around unvaccinated adults. Okay, yeah. It's going to be really interesting when everyone starts school next week because I'm not really prepared for that. That's crazy. I was just going to say, let's segue into special education and being a teacher. I mean, first of all, hats off to all teachers. I mean, you guys need microwaves, you need vehicles, whatever you need. (laughs) Like, I am down for supplying our teachers, our educators with whatever they need. So hats off there. Thank you for your service in that. (laughs) Talk to us. Talk to us about that, you know, like navigating from start to finish. What did that look like for you in classroom? We were closed down for most of it. We closed down March of 2020. Like most of us did. I don't know if you guys did, actually. You might not have, but we We did. Yep. You did. Okay. We were doing everything online. And at that moment, I looked to my husband and I said, hey, you're still working in person and I cannot be home alone with four kids up in the mountains during all of this. So we actually moved in with my parents for a while. And it was tough, but it was ultimately the right choice. We sold our house up there. We moved down into this new house where we are. I was doing everything online. All of my teaching was online and it was like potty training a two-year-old through all of it. So I'd be in the middle of my classes and she'd come up and say, I have to go potty. And I'd say, okay, everybody, we're taking a break. We're taking a bio break, folks. Just put your pencils down and... Yes, uh, yes. everybody go potty and get a snack. BRB. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy, Courtney. Like It's crazy. I mean, this was there was absolutely no break from any of it. And it's just like, you just get to a point, and I hear you, and we... Hillary and I, my business partner, we travel and when we get on the road, and yes, we travel a little bit through the pandemic... We get on the road and it's just like, you just, you have all these glass balls in life, right? And so you just have to hope that those that drop in a certain week are the ones that aren't going to get shattered. They're going to maybe have a couple cracks, but you just got to keep what you can up in the air. And I'm just super curious how you taught online school when you're in special education. Like, I just don't, I can't, did you have support from the parents or what did that look like? Not as much as I would have liked. And and I'm a mild to moderate teacher, but I think some of my kids, especially when technology was involved, would have probably been more on the more moderate side. So it was really difficult. And a lot of what I did was interactive. It was online Google Slides. I made a lot of Google Slides and the kids would do that and I'd share my screen and then we would kind of do things together. It was very, very guided practice and it was visual stuff. We did, you know, I was teaching science and math and teaching science was really interesting because we you know, we were doing experiments. We did an experiment on density and used milk and oil and blue dawn and just to show what the different layers looked like. So we were able to do a lot of that through the computer. And we relied a lot on YouTube videos to kind of show us some of these cool experiments that the kids enjoyed. Oh, man, that's so cool. We had so little hands on and so many of my learners really benefit from that project based learning and the kinesthetic learning. And that was just something that was missing. And it was really tough. We ended up back in the classroom in April, though, and it was completely online still because we weren't allowed to give students papers. So we were they were in front of me, but everything was still online. Wow, that is so challenging. Like talk about navigating pitfalls and celebrating the wins. I think we need to just shout out that is a huge win. Good for you. (laughs) 
You know what? Teachers have done an amazing job this year. I do. I feel really proud. Oh, you're a whole different breed. Teachers are amazing. I just feel like this was the year that I think some teachers relied pretty heavily on worksheets or book work and stuff like that. And we all really had to get creative and think outside of the box to create more engaging lessons for our students. And it felt like as soon as we all kind of got into a groove, they said, hey, you're going back in the classroom next week. Yep. And we had to kind of start all over again. Oh my gosh, navigating and pivoting. I feel like that is what I am now an expert at. And I told my husband, I said, listen, I said, come school year, come September, you guys are really going to need to prepare yourselves because I'm washing dishes with one hand. I'm running a Zoom call in a company with the other and folding laundry in between calls. Like they got really used to me being home until we got in power if I leased some office space in downtown Wanakee, which is just down the road from CUNA. So I was super thankful to have this like little cocoon. It's like my nest and it's like I have it decorated the way I want to. It's so quiet here. It's peaceful. But before that, and even still, I work from home sometimes. And I just think when the kids go back full time, it's going to be really different because I'm super excited to get back to the next normal and what that looks like for us as a company, but more so as a society, you know? Yeah, I do. I do. I've had such a great time being home with the kids. I've always been a working mom and I've always been really proud of that. But this year, for the last almost year and a half at this point, I've been home with my kids every single day. And so has my husband. I mean, he's been home with them, too. He goes into the office sometimes, but for the most part, he's working exclusively from home. And what a different world our kids have had with this opportunity. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I said to a friend the other day, I said, she's like, how's it going? I said, well, it's great. I just I feel sometimes like I'm brain dead because I have to write things down three different spots because seriously, Courtney, if I don't, I won't remember it because there's so much that I'm juggling and keeping. There's so much up there is what I tell the kids because they just look at me like I'm crazy. They're like, mom, we just had this conversation. I'm like, I promise I'm not crazy. It's not early onset of dementia. Like there's just too much up there. But there actually is. There are limitations to how much we can hold on to and how much we can actually do. And I know you and I both have great husbands, but as the moms, we are the primary for all of it for the doctor's appointments and the everything, the cleaning schedule, the grocery shopping, the list, the menu planning. I mean, that's what we do. There has to be a point where we run out of space for that. That's usually the point where I like bubble over and I'm like, I'm the only one that ever does anything. And that's not helpful for anyone either, but. No, it's not. And just to keep it real, I mean, I just had a total meltdown this weekend. I was like, I just stood in the center of my living room And I just started screaming. I said, I cannot be the keeper and the doer of all things Helixon related. I don't know if you guys don't love me or what the hell is going on, but I need some help. And there were a couple explicit words that I, expletives that I used. um, But, you know, just keeping it real. We all use those. I mean, come on. They just all stopped what they were doing. And I feel like the decibel level in our home, just because we have... So much going on. 100-pound chocolate lab. Two boys that are just larger than life. They're almost bigger than I am. A 16-year-old and then add the loud husband that paces when he talks and worked from home. I was like, bro, you got to get in your office. Go sit down. The decibel is just like really high. And so I feel like I have to shout just to be heard. But this time, yes, I had just one of those moments where I was like, oh, my God, I just got home from a work trip. This house is filthy. I have to leave again next Sunday. So I just kind of 
psyched myself out. And I think that it's really important to take a deep breath and have those moments, but you need like a sanctuary, right? Like, so instead of being a crazy lady, my kids are just like, mom, what the heck? Of course we love you. I know they love me, but you're just in that moment. I wish I would have done something like, okay, guys, mom needs a timeout. So that is one of the mom hacks I'm going to offer up to our audience because it is okay to put yourself on a timeout and moving forward, that's what I'm going to strive to do instead of screaming. So there you go. Now, Courtney, let's talk about one of your mom hacks. One of the ones that I discovered this week is an app called Toady, T-O-D-Y, that breaks up all the cleaning in the entire house and you can assign it to people. Say what? <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I just got it. Oh my gosh. And everybody has an iPad. Yes. And my two older kids, they have cell phones now. So I installed the app on both of theirs. And I have the living room is like, you can rotate chores. Of course, I still gave myself all like the heavy lifting, like the toilets and the showers and the tubs, but that's fine. You can actually rotate these things. You need that stuff done like professionally. (laughs) I do. I do. And we had someone coming in. That was one of the plates that I decided to put down this year is I had to have someone come in to clean the house. I just couldn't. We also have those two dogs. We have a bloodhound and a Bernese mountain dog and it's just piles of fur and I can't live like that. Oh, that's right. You have like a petting zoo, though. Don't you have like a gecko or I think I called it a... We have a bearded dragon. Bearded dragon. That's even better. And two fish now and a cat. And two dogs. I don't know how this happened. I don't know how this happened. And four kids. I'm not... Yes. I know. In a 1,400 square foot house. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. We intentionally bought a smaller house because it's easier to maintain something a little bit smaller, but we're all just constantly in it. On top of each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that phrase. The plate that I decided to put down was the cleaning. I love that. So the app is T-O-D-Y. Yes. You know, I check in on my kids and we look at the things that they have to do in their room. And if they need to vacuum, it'll show up on their app. It gives them like, oh, this chore is in yellow or this one's overdue. And you can set how often it needs to be done. And this is just something we're attempting now because everything can't be on my shoulders. I have to delegate. As the CEO mom, we have to delegate things to our employee children and husbands. Absolutely. I love it, girl. I love it. And so that's an amazing mom hack. Thank you for that. And my putting yourself on a time out, honestly, I know how hard that's going to be for me just talking about type A. I am 1000% type A. I pride myself on doing everything and being everything to everyone. I'm a yes girl in both work and personal life, but something's got to give, right? So I love this. I'm going to check out that app for sure. I'm not type A with anxiety, so I need those timeouts too. I think they're so important for me. Yes. And you know, just being able to talk to our kids and say like, I'm bubbling up right now. Like I need you to help me right now. This is what I need from you because I'm getting overwhelmed and I need this space or I need this to be done and not by me. That's amazing. My other one, my other biggest mom hack is actually related to grocery shopping. Okay. We also use the Cozy app, C-O-Z-I, and everybody has it on their phones. And it's the calendar and it is the recipes. You can import all the recipes in there. You can make shopping lists off of it. So we have everything in there for the grocery list and anybody can access it and they can put groceries, whatever they need from the grocery store. But when we come home, and it's always on Wednesdays, and when I come home from the grocery store, I wash all the produce and I chop it all up. Everything gets chopped up. Oh, wow. And I put it in little mason jars immediately. And you only have to wash it once. Like, you know, the cutting board that I always do onions last because, you know, they're gross. Yep. (laughs) But I, I cut everything up. I put them in mason jars. And as I'm going out 
throughout the week, I'm like, oh, I'm having peppers and onions. Let me get those jars out and I can saute them. They're ready to go. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. On topic, I have to say, the first time I was like, ooh, I got to get to know this Courtney Dawson chick a little, this mama bear a little bit better, was when I saw on, I think it was Facebook or Insta, I don't know, you had these amazing lunch packs. Like, where did you get them? What are they? They're yum boxes. The jars are perfect for the yum boxes because once everything's already chopped up, they're broken up into portions. They're little bento boxes. So if we have... You know, if I want to put cucumbers as the vegetable, I just shake out the little mason jar into each of the vegetable compartments. I have one, too. So I just do five in a row. I do five jars of strawberries in a row. Just shake out the strawberries, and my kids are eating better. I feel good about it. Everything's already ready to go. It takes a lot of the stress away. That's so great. I mean, those three right there, toddy, yum boxes, and cozy. Add in the mom timeouts. I will say that grocery, utilizing grocery services is something that I think literally every mom I know in some capacity uses. I'm pretty picky on my produce and my meats, so we do still go do that. But I'm fortunate in that I have a drive. We have a driver. Risa's 16 and a half, so... Oh, God, I'm jealous of that. I'm excited about that to happen in my life. Honestly, it's been one thing that I have to say during this time has saved our backsides is that we can send her with a list to Target to go pick up prescriptions, to go here, there, because it is literally like we're all on top of each other and we have these calls. I almost feel like I'm working more in the pandemic and work from home. And it's just, you got to have a couple outlets, right? Yeah. I think that pre-pandemic, I was commuting, just me, I was commuting four hours a day. That's a lot, Courtney. We decided to move because we wanted to. It was crazy. It was crazy. And I loved it. And we listened to music and podcasts and we learned so much. But honestly, I cannot get those hours back. And (laughs) the thing that I've changed for this upcoming school year is that I'm going to be having, someone is going to pick up my kids for me from school. That's great. She's going to pick them up from school and bring them to my house. And just that amount of time saved I can't fathom it. Like 45 minutes or an hour, right? Yes. And she'll feed them snack and they'll start homework. And this is someone I trust so much. She was my instructional assistant this year. So she's incredible. And I'm just looking at this like, I wish I'd done this sooner. Did you hear that? All moms that are listening, ask for help. Put yourself on a timeout, ask for help, and hook yourself up with some apps that make your life easier. We say ask for help like it's so obvious, but we don't do it, you know? Nope. I have no problem giving you the best advice in the world. And then when it comes time for me to take it, it's like, all right, girl, keep your eyes on your own paper and you got to use your notes. I mean, these are these are notes that you're telling everybody else. I mean, you, you have to implement them and use them yourself. I totally get it. And I know that our listeners will get it as well. And even if you're not female, this episode is for you because you need to tell the women that are running your household, that are running the finances, that are literally running your kids here and there. You need to tell the women in your life that you appreciate them and you need to share some of these hacks. Courtney, it has been so wonderful having you on and I think we'll have to book another session because you are one smart cookie. Oh, thank you. It was so great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Take care. We'll talk soon. You too. Okay, bye. 
And thanks for joining us and to connect with Kelly to simplify your credit union marketing needs with Empowerfy's full service marketing and design support, please visit empowerfy.org. You can also email Kelly directly at kelly at empowerfy.org. That's Kelly with a Y. This is the Speakeasy Financial Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.